0: All right, ladies. How are you? What's we going on? on? I'm good. We are yeah, fabulous. Happening. Okay. I sound like everybody dragging people. today.
1: What's <laughs> happening? Yeah. No, we're good. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm good. I'm ready, ready, girl. Get the show on the road. Okay.
0: So, cars and drive right now. So, today, as I was driving, I was listening to Frank Ski and Nina Brown. I want to give you all a shout out. I listened okay. to you when I'm driving. So they're on W-H-U-R. And and they were talking about siblings. And I found Mm -hmm. it interesting because today we're talking about
1: our siblings. Siblings.
0: what's happening family you're listening to the unfiltered Lyman with blt every week we will reflect on our journey on trying to navigate between our parents traditional culture versus american culture
1: oh gosh boy we are your hosts, Bertie, lisa
0: and of course terry oh yeah no one is talking so let's get unfiltered. Exactly. So with that, I thought it was very befitting the topic. So by the time that I turned on, what they were talking about was Wendy Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you know, but Wendy Williams' husband had an affair with another woman, which oh. produced a child. Mm-hmm. When she found out that he just on the initial affair aspect of it, she does, didn't want to be bothered. So it was divorced. -hmm. He got ugly. Yeah, I remember that. Exactly. Okay. However, Wendy and the ex husband had a son, Mm -hmm. Kevin Jr. Okay. And I think Kevin Jr. is like a grown man. I think he's in his 20s. So the question was, Wendy was asked on some talk show, the child is here now, the mm-hmm. outside child is here. Mm-hmm. And Wendy was asked, do you want to know the child? And Wendy was like, no, I don't know a child. Why well, I want to know a child? <laughs> no, no. child may want to know me, but uh, I don't want to know the child.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I cannot.
0: <laughs> exactly. So in listening to this, Frank Ski said that he feels that a lot of us are messed up because our culture has so many outside children mm-hmm. um, and we don't get to interact with those. That sometimes puts an effect on how we grow up and how we become. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A woman called in and she said that her father, she was the outside child and she never knew she was the seventh child and the father had seven children Ooh. and he never embraced her and the wife never embraced her. So the other six children went on to do wonderful things and she just got the short end of everything. Wow! His wife didn't want to know her. So she was always left out in the cold. Mm. When she got met, she said to herself that she would never, she would never do that. When mm-hmm. she got married, her husband had a child, okay? outside, outside. Mm-hmm. And what she said she's going to do is for the children to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. So with all this being said, how do you ladies feel about knowing your siblings that are not of your mother and father, your other sibling because this is two parts here Mm -hmm. when we're talking about this sibling's situation we're talking about one aspect and we're going to talk about another aspect but i want to talk about this one first before we got to the other one how do you ladies feel about if you knew that you had a brother or sister outside of your mother and father how would you feel about that and would you want to contact them and for
1: them to be a part of your life lisa
2: oh um (laughs) well i haven't experienced that there is no um, children outside the wedlock, not that I know of, uh-huh. but would I want to know them? Yeah, I would want to know them. I, I would, I would want to know them. Okay. So and you would embrace them. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, whatever went on with one of my parents or one of their parents, that's their business. Mm-hmm. We're blood. So mm-hmm. I would like to at least get to know you and know who you are. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Now how it, how close that relationship is, it depends on what's going on, you know. But mm-hmm. I definitely would like to at least know them and know who they are and at least try to make the effort to try to get to know them and, and, and also make the effort to try to have them be part of our lives. I think mm-hmm. it's I think it's
1: healthy, you know, that's a healthy thing mm-hmm. to do. Definitely. Okay. That's good. And you and you, Miss Giggles? So for me, I, I did experience that and I'm gonna share this story because I think it's hella hilarious. How how you say there's a lot of children outside. There's songs. There's a Haitian song that I love. And it talks about that, like he's an outside child and how you just said the stepmom. You know oh, what I mean?
0: Me, I did interject. Can you just give us a little verse in Haitian? The okay. song is called Petit Deo,
1: which means outside child. And he talks about how he's the outside child. He didn't understand growing up why he's, he could only see his dad on the because. on certain day on the weekends and then uh, he talks about how hey stepmom it's not my fault that I'm here because again it, you know he's a child so he didn't understand but the song is a very the beat's really good I'll, I'll send out we'll put the name in the link below of this comment you all can listen to it but with my dad what happened was he did he did, I have a, an older brother on my dad's side and I didn't know that until my mom came to the US and my dad just basically came and picked us up one, one weekend and then he was like oh I got a surprise for y'all, and when we go home, and I'm thinking a surprise, like you know, hey, give whatever, ice cream, ice you know, like, cream, like, hey, you got us, a, what, what we got? Because you know, I come, I'm running, I'm one of the child, like, so him and my sister walking, I'm running ahead, right to the house, and there's this chair with this boy, and I was like, so me, and I remember this so vividly, stupid things I remember, I go. Because the door is open. I look, and I'm like... So I run back to where... Because they're still walking, right? Behind, and I walk back. I was like, somebody in the house... I, that's what I tell him. I'm like, there's somebody in the house. like, Because 'cause I'm like, Why why somebody in the house? Like, there's this kid. So he's walking and he's like, Well, oh, you gotta wait until I get home. But I'm like, No, there's somebody in that. Like, why are they in our house? Like, I didn't know me my question. So then the, mm-hmm. they, when they get to when we get to the house, he tells both me and my sister, Oh, this is your brother, blah, blah, blah. But we're young enough that I think because my mom wasn't there maybe made it easy or I don't know. It was just kind of one of those things we were so... Because, you know, they say kids are so, what they call it, um, you adapt quicker because you haven't Uh had a thought or sense of... Yeah, and you don't really understand, like, yo, he did it on your mom. Uh Yes, because you don't really understand. And then it wasn't until... Um, One of the weekends we spent together, we actually had to drop him off and we met his mom. And that to me, even though I was a child, that's when I felt like, yo, yeah, that was kind of weird meeting his mom and seeing his mom. So I think that but it never it was never the sense of I don't know, it was just like he's my dad's child. And I don't know, but I do understand there's a lot of people that and I think it goes back to what you say, because why didn't he do it where my mom was still there? Why didn't he tell us? Then he had to wait until my mom was not around for him to introduce. So let's say like my mom was still there. Would he have, you know what I mean? I feel like we may have never known our brother or things like that. So it's weird. And we are not close now only because we're in different, you know, countries. Well, he reached out to me on Facebook and we've been communicating through Facebook once in a while. When I came to the U.S., it's funny when I came when me and my sister came to the U.S., he actually came to visit us and spend the day with us. So he's really into yo, y'all, my siblings and whatever. And we're like that, too. But I don't think it's anything to do with our parents because they didn't really tell us we had to or stuff like that. It was just a sense like, yo, it's cool to have a brother. It's me and my sister we're all in water, so I guess it felt cool to just have somebody and you know, have a brother, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Mix it up yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah.
2: You know, it's funny that you bring that up because now that I'm thinking about it, my dad, his stepmom. So, how do I want to say this? So, my dad's mom, for my dad's mom, he was the first child. And then his dad went and married another woman, and that's my step grandmother. Now, the stories that I hear is is that my grandfather used to step out on my gra- step-grandmother.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But every time he made children outside of wedlock, my step-grandmother used to take those children in mm-hmm. so that the siblings all grew up together. They know each other and everything. I don't know what the relationships were with the other women, but I just always remember she you know, everybody talks so highly of her that, you know, she just had a beautiful heart and a beautiful soul. And that even though he cheated on her and had children out of wedlock, she took those kids in and it's like more than a few. We'll just Mm -hmm. leave it at that.
0: Okay. So with that, that is the real strength of a real Mm -hmm. woman because it takes a lot to put aside because you have to separate from the hurt of Mm -hmm. what happened and from the children that are innocent bystanders. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they get caught in the middle Mm -hmm. and they become adults that are kind of, you know, messed up. Exactly.
1: Only because I feel like also, Terry, only because I've heard and I've seen the fact that Even though it's the strength of, uh, you know, whoever the person is stepping out, because male and females could have children, you know what I'm saying, outside Mm -hmm. of their wedding. For me, I also feel like because I have a friend of mine, same thing. He's had children outside of his marriage. And same thing, like you're saying, Lisa, she takes the children like because he's not there, whatever. Half of the time the kids are closer to her on certain mm-hmm. aspects, but he also has made it a point that, yo, those are, my, even though like he did wrong, I'm not condoning you stepping out mm-hmm. on whatever, but he made it up. These are her his children right? Mm-hmm. It's the person's responsibility to say, yo, because I feel like a lot of times let's say the husband steps out and brings it the child, right? And the, the person that they're with, their spouse, go, no, I don't want to have nothing to do with your child. Mm-hmm. If the man knows you have a child, you conceive the child, and you saying, okay, well, I married this woman, she don't want to have nothing, what kind of man are you? Because the thing is, yeah, I know you love this person, but I feel like it's your responsibility to check that regardless of how the person feels, it's not up to them to dictate how you have a relationship with your child because the child didn't have anything to do with that. Now, I understand, like you said, you may take time to work through the process, but it's still that adult's responsibility to say, yo, those are my kids. You know what I'm saying? What we're going to do? Like, I can't leave them. So if we got to separate, if we got to go our different ways, I'm not leaving my child for nobody. Point blank, period.
0: Mm -hmm. It's your responsibility. This this adds to our brokenness. Yep, it does. (laughs) Because even though it is the whole situation is a messed up situation, however, there is some good that can come from it, knowing that the kids, it's important that children know who they're connected to. Mm hmm. Um, it's, yeah. important, it's important for their growth. And yep. a lot of times when this happens, again, because they are in the middle of it, mm-hmm. they get so badly damaged mm-hmm. that when they enter into relationships, you know, they're they looking make, for that. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about, my sister. So mm-hmm. wh- he also said, and I'm going back to Frank Ski here. He said, with us, with Black people, African-American people, mm-hmm. brown people uh, we are always with the... Oh no, I don't want to be bothered, this, that, the other. But the white people, they just embrace them and say, okay, they just order the family and they they bring them in. They just one big happy family, they, you know, all living in this big mm-hmm. house and everybody coming in and out. And me uh, first. I don't okay. know about that one. I'm, I'm, the, ones that, the, the, the ones that I've known and I've heard okay. of, that's what I've heard. So correct okay. me if I'm wrong, then some of them. Let me put that out there. So,
2: some, yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. I know for firsthand. My daughter, she has outside siblings um, mm-hmm. from her father and I. And she is an awesome, awesome big sister. She's the oldest out of all it's three of them or four. She makes sure that they're always taken care of and she helps them with their homework and stuff like that. But she is awesome. The mother now, one of the mothers of the youngest one, She is Caucasian. So she welcomed Nico into her home also. And she's been very good to Nico. And even though her and I don't speak, well, I should say more so she's not, she doesn't interact with me for whatever the reason is. Nico Um, is grown. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I get that. But before Nico got grown, there was no interaction. And And I'm talking that up to him putting implants in her head of me. I'm fine with that, you know? Mm -hmm. However, but she, I'm guessing that now she sees exactly why (coughs) we are the way that we are. Mm -hmm. But the point that I'm trying to make is that she welcomed Nico in and, and she's always, always been a good person to Nico. And for that, I am extremely grateful. And I have nothing bad to say about her, you know,
1: at all on any level, mm-hmm. but on my take. But I agree my... with you, though. Look. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. You said you agree with me. Yeah, I agree completely that if again people put aside their hurt and differences for the children, it makes for abuse. Because at the same, like my son was well, not you know, outside, but divorced and he has a younger brother. And I couldn't imagine like me saying, Oh no, you know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. it makes no sense because that's his blood. Like Lisa said, that's like, you know, it's just part of who he is. So you can't rob, like, I feel like, and again, because we're broken, like you said, it's a selfishness aspect of it in Mm -hmm. your mind thinking that, Oh, you know, you're hurting, You're not hurting the person that stepped out. You're Mm -hmm. not hurting anybody but yourself because you're grown. You're not hurting this. You're just hurting this child. You're hurting your family unit Mm -hmm. and black families. We need a unit. We're not Mm -hmm. together. Mm -hmm. You're hurting the child and you're hurting yourself because in your mind, you already know that this child is there. So if you really are the kind of person, like you go to sleep at night knowing this child is out there and you don't care, something wrong with you. So yeah, really, I, I mean, I'm yeah, sorry. I agree with you. you too. Need therapy. With that, yeah. You need therapy. You need, it don't matter what the person did to you. I'm sorry. At the end of the day, I can't, cause I've been to like my ex-husband house and I've hugged his his brother, you know what I'm saying? He, cause he's a, I'm not going to be like, no, nah, I'm not hugging your brother. You know what I'm saying? It's a different situation. But for me to be like, I will be an ogre like on the phone, his brother, when he was younger, was like, "Oh, I love you," and I was like, "Oh, I love you too." Like to mm-hmm. me, I just don't. You understand what I'm saying? I don't mm-hmm. know. I mm-hmm. just feel like it's a child. You know what I'm saying? I'm Damn. not saying that's your brother, it but is. for for the yeah. child, I'm like, that's your brother. I can't. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like yeah. that's just. I don't know. I just it's feel not right. like it's not right. It's. it's I mean, not I, right. I know some people do it because of the hurt and the pain. Because again, I'm gonna put it on blast, and I'm sorry, but. My son's, um, my son's father, his dad, his grandfather has when, because, you know, when people come here, the dad came first and the dad was in New York and his grandfather. So he my son's father and his sibling and the mom were still in Haiti. Right. So the dad, his grandfather was in New York first or whatever and had half brothers. what, Right. In New York. And they don't have a relation. Like as soon as they came to the U.S., They don't have a relationship with those children. They know of them, but they don't have. So I'm thinking like I used to be like, well, why? If y'all know, y'all full aware Mm -hmm. of these children, these are your and they look like Mm y'all. Like, what the hell? Like, but again, it was the grandfather's responsibility to make it, you know what I'm saying? He didn't take the initiative to make it happen. So now you have these, and I don't know, like at the end of the day, I just, I'm trying to think like as a parent, if you're a parent, yeah. you know, you have these kids. How again, are you sleeping at night knowing you have these kids that you're not part of their life? You're not connected to them. Because the hurt overtakes them and and they can't
0: see past that. Mm-hmm. And we have to be mature enough. See, what, again, this goes back to doing the work. You have to be able to separate. You have to be able to separate and say, okay, I know this hurt is because Bertie mashed my foot. Mm-hmm. I know this is this hurt is because, or I'm upset with Lisa because she cursed me out. So it's two separate entities. Mm-hmm. But when you start to muddle them all together, now you upset with Bertie, with Lisa, with Mary, with Bob. You know. Mm-hmm. Who with everybody and that's not how that should work the kids are always innocent and they need as Mm -hmm. much love because it takes a village it does it takes a village and they need as much love support guidance from everybody to be able to bring them up to be successful men and women in this society but we don't do
1: that i agree Mm -hmm. we don't do that and that's the sad sad part yeah. Because people yeah, do absolutely. also feel like want to separate it. Because I remember when I told my mom I was divorced. So I'm I'm putting all this on blast. I'm so sorry, y'all. I already gave the Isn't disclaimer. Isn't this But I already you gave really the disclaimer. I already mm-hmm. gave the disclaimer. Don't be calling up my phone, family. Um. So when I got divorced, and that's how you know pe- her people. Her people want to keep stuff, right? So mm-hmm. when my mom and my dad, you know, separated or got divorced, my dad's best dad passed away. She still talks about that hurt, right, with my dad, and she still feel like all oh, men or the blah 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 whatever. So when I got divorced, my son was like maybe three. She was like, oh, because she didn't like his family. This woman right there tells me to give my child, so I would not communicate yes yeah, she was like well why don't you just give Wait. him the child so yes yes ma'am you heard me right Wait, she told me right? yes you did you heard me right she said for me to give my child to the father just for me not to see them
2: what kind of poppy show nonsense is that
1: now and i had to be and i had to be but that's the thing i had to be like oh my what we're not gonna do and i'm gonna need to like what i said i said it very respectfully i'm like i'm sorry say that one more time because at first i thought i heard wrong and i said first of all when you and my dad got divorced you didn't do that you kept us you fought for us so that's one secondly i was like let me tell you something right now It don't matter what's going on, what you like them or not. This is his family. What I'm not going to do is repeat what you did. And what I'm not going to do is, so if you want to have a relationship, I'm going to just let you know right now. And I told my family, I don't care what you think, whatever happened, if you don't like him. All one of y'all say one bad thing about his father and his family. Y'all not going to see none of us. So y'all can decide nice. whether you want us in there on in your life. I don't want to hear peep squat around him because you also have to protect your kids from outside influence of your family and their feelings and what they say. Y'all can say whatever y'all want to say behind mm-hmm. his back, like whatever y'all feel say behind and from when I'm here with him. I don't wanna hear nothing. Get and it. I hung up the phone. I'm like, you decide what you wanna do because I'm not doing it. But that's what I'm saying. It's your responsibility to protect your children and to know like I'm trying to raise a healthy black man in this country. So what we're not gonna do is you speak this shenanigans, this stupidity, all these things that y'all are doing. We're not doing that. Good job. Killed uh, it. Get it, girl. Go Tell him.
2: <laughs> you ain't about to.
0: It's you not. <laughs> so wait a minute. <laughs> oh, okay. man. So, that's what I'm saying.
1: People I mean, just say stupid stuff, not you're right. like. Yeah. They stay stupid what kind of is say stupid stuff. I have like, one minute, Taylor. Yeah, like give the child how up. So, really? you, the only reason you no. want me to give the child, so for me not to see them because you don't like them, it has nothing That's to do any. with the child. It has everything to do with your pride. No. Like, I'm, I'm sacrificing no. the relationship with myself for, for the pride. Because, what are you, you, talking you telling about me right to now? give up my child? Like, how dare you even
2: tell me to give up my child? I'm your child, and you're telling me to give up my child? Are you sure? You didn't mean to say that. I'm sure you didn't mean said. to say
1: that. I know, I yeah. Be, right. I can't even believe you insinuating so. that. But I think it goes <laughs> back to Terry's point because of the hurt and the brokenness, people say stupid stuff that they don't correlate. Like, mm-hmm. what the F are you saying right now? Like, you so bent on being, I'm sorry. Hateful in your heart, you carry this hurt, this seed that you just and you want me to water it for you. I'm not doing. That. I'm gonna let that shit starve. I'm not watering that bullshit. Whatever that you got, go. I'm not. Say that again. I'm not watering, watering that bullshit. I'm not. I'm not watering that seed for y'all. I'm not. I'm not watering because mm-hmm. that's. What I feel like people that don't take responsibility, that's what they're doing. They're watering that seed so it continues to grow. I like right? that. So stop, Preach. stop doing that. Let that, like burn it. Burn it to the ground. We're not doing that. No. I'm done for my, for yes. my unfiltered. Oh for man, on fire tonight. I'm sorry, Get when it be. comes to kids, my heart for kids, no matter what I feel for kids because of the fact that, like Terry said, there's too much brokenness. There's too much shenanigans. There's too much. People can't put their ego and pride aside for kids. And then they grow up and then people want to judge them. People want to be like, oh, how come you turn out this way and this and that, or later on, you want to come back in the kid's life, especially in the back community when they're well off and you just want to come back and like, get accolades or or get why the kids get abused you know what i'm saying and you could have had a part in helping them not get abused and all this other stuff it's just i'm not judging because i know her people hurt people but at the same time it's just one of those things when it comes to kids i'm very passionate about there's just certain things certain bullshit that i just don't i can't like I'm, I no, don't, right. yeah it's, it's hurtful it's painful yeah. yeah it's very painful it's sad yeah. all the way around
0: yeah. So you okay? So uh, since you're on the pulpit, I'm keeping you up there because we on a we on a roll. I'm buttering you up because we My,
1: on a roll here. I uh, know, right? Oh, Lord. <laughs> take me to the slaughter, Lisa. Take me to the I slaughter. See I see that. So with
0: that, and you're talking about children. Where are you, ladies? Where are you on the scale of oldest, youngest, middle, where are you?
1: So for my dad, I'm the middle because I have an older brother. and My mom, I'm the oldest. Okay. And I and have a younger.
0: Do you feel like you're protective over your, you know, your younger sibling? Like, how is that? How do you feel as being a middle child and an older child? And, you know, how is the
1: relationship with your siblings? <laughs> she's really taking me out to the slaughter so all right I unfiltered <laughs> my bad I love y'all people I love y'all siblings so for my when all three of us were together with my dad my dad had this routine of taking us to the beach and stuff like that right and I and it might not have been intentional but in my mind as a young child i felt like when my when we used to hang out my brother and my sister and i um he i felt like he favored my sister because she was the baby so i look like my mom right Mm -hmm. and in my mind i felt like they played a lot more to like he was overprotect because she was the baby even now on facebook when we communicate he was always like and i understand and like How's your sister? Can you, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, always. So I felt like, they said, the middle child syndrome. Um, oh, so, maybe yeah, the the, syndrome, all right. So, yeah, so I'm that bad. part of it, and yeah. I didn't realize it. And then for my mom being the oldest, um, I felt like I was a parent to my sister. And it's now until I became now older that I realized I felt like a lot of my childhood... Um, I wasn't protected. There's a lot of things that happened in our childhood that I wasn't protected and I felt guilty about, but then I had to realize an adult, like, wait a minute, what the fuck? You were a child that was up to your parents to protect y'all. And I felt like there's some stuff that happened, um, in our life that should have had not happened had they had put again, their egos and pride aside as my parents and I know but and I felt like so I always felt like to the best that I could and even until I got older like I always feel like I have to be a parent to my sister a mother and I had to realize wait a minute nah because you carry that right being the oldest sometimes and things that happen you don't think like and I was just having this conversation with a friend of mine like you don't think you're a child like, you you have to grow up so fast so you don't think you're a child. So when things happen to your siblings, you're like, oh, what the fuck? This is my fault. You go through this whole process. And that's how I felt about that. That's where I am with that. It's an ongoing process. with And Lisa, my siblings. And what about you, Lisa?
2: Oh, I'm the oldest. It,
1: Well,
0: it's always going to be an ongoing process. It's always going to be something that's just continuous until either you guys work at it or it works itself. Definitely. But Lisa...
2: Yeah, I'm the oldest.
0: How do you feel about that? Do you feel protective? Do you are you protective over your your
2: brother? Tell us about that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You do. I do feel overprotective. I feel like I have a hawk eye and stuff, but then also, too, because he's a boy, it's like I got to also to give him the space because I find he's overprotective with me, too, because not only because I'm his older sister, just because I'm, you know, his sister. Mm -hmm. Um, I also give him a little space, too, to allow him to, you know, not be completely overbearing, you know, and let him be his own person, too, have his own ideas and ideologies and all of that stuff, but I am always watching. I may not say a lot, but I'm always watching like a hawk. Okay. Also, to as being an older sibling, too, I feel like there's a little pressure, a little unspoken pressure, um, none that no mm-hmm. one put on us. It's just as an older sibling, you feel a sense of responsibility that you have to set an example. Basically, you can't screw up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people are looking up to you. You also, you know, leave by example.
1: Syndrome. Huh? The perfect syndrome. Is that essential? Yeah, I'm
2: just saying that that's what it feels well, like. I guess so.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I guess so. Mm-hmm.
2: You just feel like, you know, you want to set the tone. You basically can't screw up and you just want to be a good example. So there, there's the pressure There's the pressure of also to you have a sense of feeling like you got to make sure everybody's good, whether you got to make sure your parents are good, make sure that they're good, being supportive for everyone while still trying to be an individual on your own, independent, you know, so being An individual, not independent, being an individual on your own, like having your own light, you know, but at the same time being there for them when they need you. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you feel like you're the matriarch? No. You don't think so? No. Mm -mm. No, I don't feel like that because I guess because my mom and my aunts are still alive, so... I think that you, you're
0: becoming, I I think you're getting, going into those shoes. That's what I think. Bertie, what um, is your, your thought? I think so. Because
1: you, you, for Lisa. Yes. -hmm. Yes. But I think for all of us, I think that is where all of us are heading. If you really think about it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I guess you could say that. I know one thing my sister says, I'm the one who keeps the family, family. If that makes any Mm -hmm. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. Oh, is that what that means? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you, you oh. go. That's what I
0: said. You're going into those shoes because what's happening is the elders, after a while, they can't keep up anymore. So they just give you the wisdom, and what you do is you're going to take that, the information, and you run with it, and then you kind of make sure, like you always been doing, make sure everybody's good, make sure everybody still keep the family. You're the, you're the thread. That keeps everything together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: I, like okay. that. I didn't think about it like that. I got no, Terry. I know, Terry. Red Gal, what you got?
0: Listen, <laughs> but no,
2: who you see
0: now is not who I was. I'm the oldest for my mother, but the middle for my father. And my mm-hmm. brother and I are not close. My brother is close to my sister. Tracy likes to. She makes sure she reaches out and she keeps up with him, but we are not close. And I remember the last time I spoke to him was last year in the spring, it was around his birthday and I said, calling you, you know, I'm talking to you because everybody's be digging in my ass and how I don't reach out to you and now you know, I'm talking to you, so there's no reason for us not to communicate. And after that, It was one or two texts. And then, you know,
1: so you say you don't make an effort. You don't make an effort to really,
0: I can't, I can't put it all on him. I really don't. I I never had, I never had, and it has nothing to do with him. I just didn't. I think when we were growing up from what I remember, and it's vaguely how we met he took my sister and I, because he lives in Canada, and he's born in Trinidad, and him and his mom moved to Canada, and they live in Canada. And he, my father took us there, and he said, like, this is your brother. But it wasn't like, oh, my God, these are my sisters, hug, hug, hug. It was just kind of like a standoffish thing because, you know, I'm just meeting this person, I really don't know. And Mm -hmm. I'm still little and stuff like that. So from there, I never asked any questions because again, in the West Indian household, you can't ask questions because they find you to be rude, you know, all, all that good stuff. So I just left it alone. But as becoming an adult. I never looked for him. I never said, you know something, I want to find my brother. I, I never did that. So that's, that's a bad on my part. And again, it has, it has nothing to do with, I don't have any animosity towards him, not mad at him. I just never did. With my sister and I, we've never had that sisterhood where we sitting down and we talk in our secrets. It's never been like that. My sister has been ill since she was about 13. And from there, the focus was always on her. So I always felt left out by myself Mm. to figure things out. So for that, I struggled for many years because I had to figure things out because there was never, to me, it was never apparent to speak to that I needed assistance. And I got to the point where I didn't even want to talk. Mm. So, you know, I was just doing what I thought And I made a lot of mistakes and I bumped my head a lot for many years. So, uh, but now knowing differently, I just do better. And I would Mm -hmm. like to connect with him, but I want it to be something that is, that he wants to do also. I don't want to reach out and then he doesn't want to reach back because he doesn't feel comfortable or, you know, and I'm good with that. Mm -hmm. But at least I want to do my part to say, OK, you know, I know the one thing that he did say to me last year was he was like, thank you so much for taking care of our aunt. He mm-hmm. didn't say that. So I was like that. That was I thought that was really cool of him. That, that's my story.
2: You know, I also feel and I, I think we said this earlier in the conversation, too. Yeah, it is up to the parents to set the tone. Mm-hmm because Mm -hmm. I remember my mom used to always say like you and your brother stick together it has to come from the parents hands down Mm -hmm. but like we said if you got hurt people hurt people and if they hurt they don't know how to correct the situation or how you know a situation should be properly run so yeah it's just unfortunate and the kids suffer the kids always the one who suffer Mm -hmm. all the time yeah but all all the the time so that's shower them with love because they're so innocent in it all yeah. yeah you know but i definitely like the fact that my step-grandmother she's so loving and the fact that she that's so mm-hmm. of her for her to take outside children in and that just shows that wow. she's 97 years old and if you see her now i mean wow. she's full of life you know she's full mm-hmm. of life and energy she's the wisdom and she's sassy, all of it, all wrapped up in it, you know, and it's just, yeah.
1: The other thing I like that you said is being an individual, Lisa. Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like even though, yes, I feel like in the West Indies culture, being the oldest, sometimes it's like when you are, you take all that responsibility, sometimes you lose yourself and you are not an individual. So sometimes Mm -hmm. your parents do, they do put that pressure, like, oh, you know, you should look out for your sister. You should do this. And then you become more of a parent figure that you take on that role. So understanding also that you have to, even though you guys are, you know, parents are telling their oldest, like, you know, because the middle and the youngest like they could do whatever the fuck they want to do like they don't to some degree they can and it's like all right oh they're the youngest right but I feel like allow Mm -hmm. your children as parents if you're listening if you got multiple allow the middle one to make mistake allow them to be their own person to find themselves and take some of that pressure away from them because as much as it's unspoken it's there with just how you guys certain responsibility you put on them you know what I mean, so for me, that would be the only um thing that I would add to that that I like that point well That's mm-hmm. it. our
0: fans out there, our listeners, tell us about your siblings. Tell us about where you are in the line of you know baby middle uh Eldest and how you interact with your siblings. Are you an outside child? Or are you just from mother and father only? We would definitely like to know how that helped you or how it molded you into the person that you are, or if it's just something that you're still struggling with. Um, I can safely say that, you know, on some levels, I do still struggle with that. So how are you still struggling with that? Share with us. We would love to hear your comments. Ladies, this Was really, really, really good, and thank you so much digging deep and to let everybody know that you know it's okay. We just it's
1: one step at a time. One day, yes, relationship and bricks. It's another brick the bricks. All right.
0: You have a good day and we are out. All right, people, the Bacchanal Queens, we are ready to lingy. But before we leave, we would like to thank you for joining us this week on Unfiltered Lyman with BLT. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and join our Facebook page. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh, exciting content. See you See you next Thursday, same time, same station. Unfiltered Lyman with BLT is edited and produced by Unfiltered Lyman with BLT.